Previously on Sammy Magic. You can't tell anybody, but yes, I've obtained a dragon. I gotta find a new home for this guy soon. Well, what about my brother? He's investigating dragons. And I think this could actually aid him in his research. Hey, you, uh, you got the stuff? Are you sure my brother sent you? Oh, yeah, yeah, Chuck, we know your brother. What do you two think you're doing here? Chuck, what are you doing here? I I didn't think you were going to show up. Well, I wasn't. Until I heard my letter getting intercepted by these two interlopers. Prepare for trouble. And make it double. That dragon belongs to a good home. He lets out a massive, explosive gust of fire breath. Looks like Team Dragon's blasting off again! They feel a gust of wind over them as that blanket is pulled away and they turn back to see groundskeeper William standing there as he looks at Sammy with a sigh. I knew I'd get you eventually. One week. Professor Kitty Cat stares across her desk at both Greg, Sammy, and Harmony, all staring sheepishly at their feet. One week of peace. One week of peace. I've finally had in this school one week of being able to stare at the house standings and see Lionheart firmly plastered where it belongs at the top. One week. You've given me one week of peace, Mr. Magic. What are you talking about? Sammy comments, looking up from the floor. I was very proud of you, Sammy. One week ago, I was astoundingly proud of you as I saw you leap through the air, throwing caution to the wind to dropkick that child off of that broom and grasp that bronzed falcon to secure Lionheart's position as the top house in the school where we belong. And now, just one week later, Sammy, all of your efforts... In fact, all of the three of your collective efforts through studying, through training, through working to be the best students, all of it is an exercise in futility. What do you mean? Harmony questions, terrified that all of her studying was suddenly for naught. I fought against it. Professor Kitty Cat stares down at her desk at the three reprimands that were about to be issued to Sammy, Greg, and Harmony. I fought very hard against this. But, after discussing things with the other three house heads, and after discovering you once again creeping around this castle after midnight, we've been left but no choice. Fifty points away from Lionheart. What? No, you, you can't do that. No, we've, we've been working hard. Harmony is desperately clawing at the table, begging for her points to come back. No, no, please, you don't understand. You can't just take fifty points away. We're not, Kitty Cat continues. We're taking fifty points each. 
She stares daggers into the trio who all stare at the ground, dumbfounded. In just one evening, Lionheart's standings went from the very top to the very bottom. And for the next month, you'll be forced to report to detention with the bear after school every day. No. No, 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 no. I've never had detention. Please, no, please. You could throw them in. I don't care. Just not me. Harmony is terrified, having never received detention a day in her life, panicking at this sudden reprimand, staring daggers into her friends that drug her into this. I, 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 I'm sorry. Greg responds, staring at Harmony with tears in her eyes. The following day, the trio walk through the halls and hear whispered hisses coming from their fellow Lionhearts as they look up to discover that board where the Lionhearts sat at the bottom of the school rankings. Well, hello there, Magic! How are you doing? Sammy hears a voice rush through the crowd, and he clenches his fist, prepping to just unleash a massive punch as the bad boy Barry Snakeman comes stumbling up to him. Look, Sammy, I understand you look a little bit angry, but I just wanted to come and thank you. I mean, come on. I mean, I was really worried about you for a while. It really seemed like you were working hard there to climb the rankings to become the top of the pops, and yet... (laughs) Rude boys are back on top, baby, and it is all thanks to you. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, gather around, gather around. A large crowd gathers around the trio and Barry Stankman. I would just like to extend a firm school thank you to these three. Sammy Magic, Greg Ginger, and Harmony Smarts. The trio responsible for me being at the very top where the Snakemen deserve to be. Am I right, folks? He attempts to start a slow clap, but no one joins in. Mostly a bunch of groans and angry stares are thrown our trio's way. We can't do this anymore. What? Harmony responds to Sammy, who's staring down in fury, looking at that clenched fist. We can't keep doing this. We can't keep sneaking around. We can't keep investigating this stuff, or or else we risk the pizza party. Greg gasps, coming back as Harmony stops him. But, okay, I understand. Yeah, pizza party, big deal, right? But we are on the verge of discovering one of the biggest mysteries the school has. We can't suddenly stop it because of a pizza party, can we? Yes. We have to win this. Not for me, not for you, but for Kitty Cat. Fine. Harmony responds as she rushes off to her next class, books clad in hand. Greg merely stares at Sammy, walking away, disappointed in his friend's lack of ambition towards their adventure they had been working for months to achieve, and Sammy... Sammy went back to becoming a normal student. And that's where our story would end if it wasn't for a week later. Sammy was rushing between classes, desperately trying to make his way towards history, when he heard a voice. 
All right, I, I understand. You don't have to talk to me like that. It's it's fine. No, no, p- please. I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Just shut up. You can't be talking about this that loud. It was the voice of Professor Knave. Sammy turns a corner and discovers Professor Knave in his office, his back to the door, talking to some mysterious figure inside. Just don't worry. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll take care of all of it. I, I, I believe in this. I believe in us. We can get it. Sammy attempted to just get rid of that conversation. Sammy attempted to reject everything that he heard, but he just couldn't. That voice, that that threatening voice coming towards Nave, it was just too powerful. And Sammy knew he had to do something. Guys, I think Rickman's behind something. He was talking to Professor Nave earlier today, and it sounded very threatening. Wait, how do you know it's Rickman? Greg comments as they rush towards detention for that day. He's like the most evil guy in the story. It has to be him. There's no way it's anybody else. Sammy comments as Harmony flips through a book, looking up the definition of the word red herring. Look, I'm just saying we have to investigate this further. And as Sammy says this, a light appears in both of his friends' eyes, looking up as they realize Sammy wants to get the gang back together. Sammy is demanding their adventure continue. Look, the bear will fall asleep midway through detention. As soon as he does, we sneak out and we start investigating. The trio elatedly skip towards detention, where the bear greets them with a welcoming smile. Or grimace. Who knows? It's the bear. You can't really see anything underneath that beard. Hello, children. It is very good to see you, because today's detention is going to be a little bit different. Oh, God, no. Today's detention, we're going to the Forbidden Forest. All four of you. Four? Sammy comments as he looks down to discover Barry Snakeman sitting in a desk in front of the bear. Looks like we're gonna go demon hunting. Demon hunting? Sammy responds. It's not a demon. Look, I understand you three have been spending all year getting in trouble attempting to be heroes. Well, tonight you can be a hero, and you won't get in trouble for it. What are you talking about? Sammy questions as they begin their trek towards the Forbidden Forest. Well, as you know, I am, I guess you could call the Keeper of the Forest. I know all of the animals, I know all of their tracks, and I know that this... This isn't good. The bear comments as he rushes towards a massive pile of shimmering rainbow blood. He leans down, dipping a finger in it, smelling it before confirming... Unicorn blood. Something has been rushing around my forest, harming my animals, and it is up to us to discover who it is. But we must be careful. Whoever sheds the blood of a unicorn has to be one of the most evil creatures in existence. Why? Sammy questions. It's a unicorn. It's like one of the most beautiful things of all time. I mean, I... I'm sorry, would you be cool with, like, murdering that in cold blood? Would you be cool in, like, stomping on the puppy dog head? Like, no, dude. You gotta be evil to kill an animal like this. Jesus. Okay, so what's the plan? Sammy comments. Well, we're going to split up. It's the only way we can cover the entire forest. 
Greg and Barry are going to be joined by my dog companion, Jessica Bones. Don't worry, she doesn't bite much. And Harmony, you and Sammy are going to come with me. If any of you find anything, blood, tracks, anything suspicious, call for us and we'll take care of it. Uh, okay. Greg comments as he looks over at Barry, who's just glaring at him, excited about all of the antics they can get up to in the woods. What's the matter, Ginger? We're going to have us one very, very fun time out here. Come on! Let's go find a unicorn murderer! Barry places his arm around Greg and begins rushing him into the forest. Meanwhile, our heroes take off in the exact opposite direction. So... Just, uh, what, what, should we make small talk? Sammy comments, looking anticipatorily at the bear. Oh, I'll start. Um, let's see. Um, well, weather's nice, isn't it? Tell me about the rock now. What rock? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Sammy returns the volley easily. We've talked to you about the rock, bear. We've talked to you about Nicky Flannel. We know that he was one of the associates of Grumblebum, and we know that he made the big cool rock. So please, spit up some information, big dog. We can't just keep walking around here aimlessly. The big cool rock is a vessel of infinite power. Nicky Flannel ended up using it to give himself eternal life. And with that eternal life, he has been trekking across the country, desperately trying to recover the rock. Why? Sammy wonders out loud. Because, Sammy, eternal life is not all that it's cracked up to be. I mean, the big man got bored after just 20 years. After that, he just tried to find a way to end the pain. He's become a ghost of his former self. You see, Sammy, death is... Necessary, if brutal and painful. It stops the pain of the world from getting into you. It stops it stops the hurting. And unfortunately for Nicky Flannel, his pain never ceased. Well, this seems relatively dark for a children's book, but that's cool. So, Nicky Flannel's been searching for the rock. But unfortunately, we're terrified of letting it get into the wrong hands. Meanwhile, in the alternate side of the woods, Greg and Barry are searching throughout the forest. And you know something, this dog seems relatively cool. I think we could probably just, you know, pop back for a few. I think there's a movie on tonight in the common room if you want to go check it out. I think I'd rather search for a murderer in the woods than hang out with you, Snakeman. Greg returns the comment with vitriol in his mouth. All right, I'm just saying it's Fast and the Furious 6, and that's, that's the one where it gets crazy. I heard they're going to space next. Quit being nice to me. Why are you being nice to me? Oh, I'm just saying, the whole rude boys thing, it's just, it's just an angle, honestly. We're not bad people, we're just, you know, someone's got to look out for old numero uno. And so we do. And at this point, I've got no reason to be mean to any of you. Rude boys are at the very top of the leaderboard with nobody showing signs of catching up, so what harm is it to be nice to you? 
It's all a game, Ginger. And I've played you like fools for months. Oh, but now that the game's over and I'm definitely winning, I see no need to keep playing with you little toys anymore. I... Surprisingly, I... I think I preferred it when you were just a jerk. Greg comments quietly. I mean, people aren't just means for an end. You can't just use us to get what you want. With that comment, Barry looks over and discovers a massive pit while smirking. I actually think I can. From across the woods, Harmony, Sammy, and the bear hear the sound of Greg screaming in pain, rushing down a hill. The trio all rush back towards the other group as Jessica Bones barks with fury, alerting them to their location. Quick! Come quick, please! We need your help! Poor Ginger's been injured! Ooh, that's funny. Ginger injure. Poor Ginger's been injured. He fell into the bottom of this pit. I think it's it's only up to us. I It's only up to us to save him. Barry falsely calls out for help when suddenly the bear, Sammy, and Harmony rush out from some underbrush to approach him. Oh, bear, thank God you're here. Uh, poor, poor Ginger, he, he fell down into this pit. And well, given that I'm his partner, I, I feel like it's only fair that... I carry him back to the school. I, I can help him. I can take him to the nurse's office or whatever. I, it's fine. Do you know when Fast and the Furious 6 starts, though? Because I've really got to get to that. No, you will not be doing anything fast nor furious tonight, the bear returns. No, you are going to be teaming up with Sammy for the rest of this expedition. Take Jessica Bones with you. Me and Harmony are going to take Greg back to the school. You two be safe, okay? Well, that backfired a bit, didn't it? Barry comments to himself as he, Sammy, and Jessica Bones go out into the forest when suddenly they see a small trail of blood leading through some brush. And as our heroes, and also villain, I would never refer to Barry Snakeman as a hero, creep through that underbrush, they discover a dead unicorn laying in a pile of that beautiful rainbow blood and a darkened figure coming from within the forest approaching it slowly ah sammy grunts as pain shoots through his arm that rune beginning to glow green and glow brighter and brighter and brighter causing barry snakeman to look down with a start okay this is way above my pay grade so uh i think i'm gonna skedaddle actually Come with me if you want to live, or don't, I don't care. And with that, Barry Snakeman and Jessica Bones rush off through the forest, leaving Sammy alone in his arm in pain. That figure leans down in front of that unicorn and begins to lap up its blood. And with each following drink from that pool of blood the pain in his arm grows firmer and firmer he looks down and he sees that green rune slowly turn a dark demonic shade of red as sammy looks up to see the figure now glaring at him he stares down and he sees the rune slowly undo itself unraveling on its arm almost erasing itself from existence sammy panics and begins to scramble backwards as that figure stares at him and moves closer and closer and closer sammy gets up and begins to run but immediately trips over his own feet and falls 
as he sees the last of that rune erase itself from his arm and Sammy Magic passes out into darkness. Thank you for listening to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. And an extra thank you goes to all the people who helped this show happen on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash a load of BS to support the entire BS network and all of its productions. Additional thanks to Umbria for our music and to Orion Ibert from the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art. As always, make sure to go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick up some Sammy Magic merch. All of the proceeds from our merch go to trans and POC charities. Every single little bit can help. And let me end by reminding you that the many adventures of Sammy Magic are a work of complete and total parody. Which means... You can't sue me.